Well, thanks for joining us. It's Thursday, March 31st. Kelly Collis, I'm so glad we're recording our podcast on a very happy National Tater Day to you. Ooh, like tater tots? Yeah, well, like the larger potato situation. Back in the 1840s, they started celebrating Tater Day as the trade of sweet potatoes and regular potatoes started happening in the Midwest. Is it a potato day or tater day? A tater day. Okay, all right. Which is... All with all the kids are calling potatoes. <laughs> Got it. The roots are back to like Kentucky when they were mostly focused on sweet potatoes, but I feel like the larger potato slash tater slash fry slash hash brown can also celebrate today if they'd be interested. <laughs> Good to know. Lots of carbs. Live Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you thought the tater puns were over, my goodness, you'd be mistaken. Today's show is twice baked and fully loaded. (laughs) Oh, the potato joke's going to come all day? Probably. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you get started, though. Well, speaking of taters, I mean, that's what some people call a home run. So we can talk about baseball. There's your little transition. Uh, Yesterday was a big day at Nats Park as we get ready for opening day because they released a whole new line of apparel uh, centered around the cherry blossoms. Oh, cool. Just so cool. Of course, uh, Nats Park has a bunch of cherry blossoms around the park and of course, there's some just a couple blocks away by the Capitol and the Titan Tidal Basin. So there was literally chaos because I haven't seen this type of fandom of apparel since the World Series apparel came out. Literally hundreds of people came to wait in line to get the, the new clothing. And we're going to we're showing it on our uh, video feed. Um, but. Uh, they also had the Clydesdale horses with their partnership with Budweiser came down half street cool. with the Dalmatian and the beautiful horses. And here's the apparel um, Zimmerman Soto and Josh Bell Scherzer. No, oh, geez. Bite my tongue. I know. My goodness, I'm Kelly. Sorry. Strasburg uh, has these uh, cherry theme uh, jerseys and they're gray. And the numbers have like a white and pink outline to them. Hmm. Uh, they're, they're really cute. I, I, of course, I'm such a joiner. I waited in line and got a hat and some (laughs) t-shirts. What I, what, it's just so interesting to me, a lot of things. So the Wizards also announced that they have some wear, the Mystic as as well. Why did it take this long to do a partnership with the Cherry Blossoms? Truly. It's the the DC City Connect thing. So the MLB has like the city connections in all of the cities Uh that they're doing. But yeah, I feel like they should have done a Cherry Blossom thing sooner than this. Yeah, yeah. There's cherry blossom trees in the park. Like you got all the things. I know, and it's such a it's something that DC that we completely own. Mm-hmm. But it, anyway, they did it. Uh, it was great to see fans back at the park, excited to to be at the store. I'm sure the Nats are very happy to see <laughs> merchandise moving uh, because the line was you know three four hundred deep. That's wild. It was, it was pretty crazy. It looks cool, too. If you're not seeing the video feed, it's like gray, like Kelly said, with a white and pink kind of lettering on it. Um, The Zimmerman, though. Do you think they ordered these before they knew he was retiring? You know, I don't I don't know, because a lot of people, I of course, posted online. A lot of people were also wondering the timeline because Doolittle, um, who's a fan favorite, did not have. Oh, yeah. uh, Shirts. And he, of course, just signed a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So it is 
possible. Um, I had to be honest, I bought the Zimmerman one. So that, that to me, that was like a no brainer. I bought one for my daughter. She's a big fan of Soto. Mm -hmm. um, so the Zimmerman, I mean, that's a classic. Yeah, totally. That's true. Now, like, they're going to retire his number. It might be like a whole, like, uh, like, it's like a throwback thing to have Zimmerman on your back. For sure. Mm -hmm. And the team is going to be wearing those jerseys uh, on the Saturday and Sunday games of opening weekend. So Very fun cool. to see all the boys in their cherry blossom gear. Of course, the cherry blossoms will be long gone by then, but we can still remember them. And speaking of opening day, it's a week from today. It's Thursday, April 7th. And also on April 7th is the DC Central Kitchen Capital Food Fight. We're going to be hosting that. And I bring that up because Ryan Zimmerman is going to be there with us on the night um, at the Anthem. So it's four chefs battling. And then there's also... Um, Celebrity chefs who are involved in the night, like Tom Colicchio. Um, it's going to be Andrew Zimmern and Manit Chahan. And it's going to just be an awesome evening with Ryan Zimmerman confirmed to be back at Capital Food Fight. And the best part about it, I didn't realize this until we had our walkthrough yesterday. There's 63 restaurants that are participating. It's awesome. So it's just a celebration of the culinary industry. Um as, as a as a whole right of course the the workers and the training program coming out of dc central kitchen but also a comeback for the restaurants who have just been through absolute hell the last couple of years so it'll be great to to celebrate on all levels yeah an awesome celebration of all of it and the work of the dc central kitchen is is totally incredible there are a couple tickets left still if you want to go to capitalfoodfight.org to grab those. Or you can win them. I've got a pair I'm giving away um, as well as $100 in Alto Ride Credit, the new rideshare app that uh, hires the drivers, owns the cars, has a safe and like lovely experience. And uh, you can ride around D.C. in it if you um, are one of the people uh, who who win. So uh, a pair of tickets on my Instagram, Mr. Tommy McFly. You just got to tag your favorite foodie friend. That's that's and that should be easy to do. I think oh, we're all totally. foodies these days. You can tag as many foodie friends as you want to, too. You can tag like your like <laughs> super snooty foodie friend and like your just total like low key foodie friend, and then like your foodie friend who says that they're a foodie, but they're really not a foodie, but you just let them think they're a foodie anyway. <laughs> you could tag them all. And um, you know, we're gonna I'm gonna randomly draw that on Monday uh to get the hundred dollars in Alto Ride credit and those tickets to the DC Central Kitchen Capital Food Fight. And Kelly, you've got a pair of tickets, too, that you're going to announce how you're giving away at some point. Yes, I will also do it on my Instagram as well. I, I know that we um, need to get it done before next week. So it will be at some point when I get a breath of fresh air uh, to post. Um, and it will be on my on my Instagram. Perfect. City Shop Girl or Mr. Tommy McFly. Two chances to win. Look at that. So um, mm. keep checking. I personally check Kelly's Instagram several times a day. So you should start doing the same thing. Um, that's how you can find out how you can win on hers. That just sounds creepy. Click and refresh. Click. I got to figure out what you're doing, <laughs> Kelly. We only spend a little bit of time on the show. There's hours. I don't know where you are. And frankly, I have abandonment issues. So I'm, that's why I keep track of you. <laughs> that is true. Whenever she posts on her story, I'm like, ah, she's alive. There she is. Perfect. Proof of life. <laughs> it's only creepy if you make it creepy. I didn't <laughs> I did know where you were last Sunday, though. We were together at the Scope It Out 5K. This was awesome to see the colorectal cancer. Largest event come back. And um, they brought it. More than 2,000 people on Freedom Plaza running up and down Pennsylvania Avenue. $320,000 plus raised. It was awesome because it, it was a cold morning. 
It was cold and windy, and it was a hearty bunch. You, you didn't hear anyone complaining about it. Not a one. They were, they were excited to be back in person because the last couple of years, of course, it hasn't happened. So it was great to see uh, that group and the largest amount ever raised in their 17-year history. Yeah. Survivors, patients, allies, doctors, groups, everyone freezing our butts off together. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> It was really great to see everyone um come back out. It was funny. I I also I, I ran over to Cafe du Parc in the Willard to grab us coffee, and like the Willard is like more like an upscale kind of like fancier hotel. They had no idea what was happening because they had like <laughs> bougie cherry blossom families who came in who were like not dressed appropriately for the freezing weather, and they had like seventy four people in like blue tutus and like blue hair, and then like just like the random other guests who were in town. It was it was like the Star Wars bar inside the Cafe du Parc. It was hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> and like the, there were two poor people behind the behind the counter who were handling all of it. They were just like, "What's happening here?" <laughs> Well, also, it was such a cold morning. There was probably a hot demand. Yes. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. A high demand of hot beverages. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I started out with the puns, and then you picked it right up, Kelly. Look at that. Well, <laughs> I learned it from you. Um, also, uh, it's that time of year again in Washington. Everyone's favorite season. <clears throat> what is your favorite season? Awards. <laughs> When there are prizes and honors and awards and trophies and all sorts of things being handed out. And so um, this is a big week for that. So the uh, Smithsonian American History Museum gave the Great American Medal to Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg posthumously, of course. And it was tied to her kids donating a bunch of her items from her life, from her career into the Smithsonian. That's nice. It is. Um, and they, so this is really interesting. So they did like, um, they donated some of her collars that she wore above her robe, which was like her majority collar and her descent collar. So she would wear a collar to kind of signal where she was on a decision. I didn't realize that they weren't like specially made and all the things. The majority collar was from anthropology and the descent collar was from Banana Republic. She's just like just like us. Yeah, no, I mean totally. But it was it, like when you see her like in those images, you just think that like that collar had to have been like made by hand by somebody. You know what I mean? Like it was like some kind of designer thing or something. But it was it was neat to know. So the majority collar was given to her by a law clerk in 2006, and the descent collar, yeah, it was from Urban Outfit or I'm um, from a uh, Banana Republic. So I was like, wow, yeah. look at that. <laughs> they must have been from a long time ago because I haven't seen one in a while. Yeah, the majority collar was 06 and the descent collar was 2012. So, huh. yeah. But I, I would think now, if I was Banana Republic, I would have like a whole line of collars. I'm just, I just feel like that's something that they would have merchandised better. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. You did see, though, especially after she passed, a lot of the fashion started mm. coming out with the collars already, like on the shirts and sweaters. And yeah. Um, so, but you're right. They should do a re release. It shouldn't be that hard to do. Um, also, in from the adorable file was like the baby bib that was actually a, it was a collar too like, for I take a baby. <laughs> um, they also donated like the RBG bobblehead. In her office, she had a photo of an RBG tattoo that was framed on her wall as well. Um, she uh, they also donated her name plaques and letterhead, memorial card from when she um, laid in repose, 
And then others who have won, I didn't know the Great American Medal existed, but others who have received it from the Smithsonian have been Madeleine Albright, Colin Powell, Tom Brokaw, Cal Ripken Jr., Billie Jean King, Paul Simon, and uh, Dr. Fauci. It started in 2016. Oh, well, that's an interesting group of people. Totally. So I guess it must correlate with them making a donation, not like a, a cash donation, but like giving something of their life to the Smithsonian. And they didn't mention yet exactly when the RBG items will be on display because normally they come in and then they have to do all the things to them and then they get displayed at a later date. So we'll let you know when we know about any RBG uh, exhibits coming to the American History Museum. The magical Smithsonian process. True that. <laughs> yes. Yesterday was a beautiful day. Dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun. Because Bono was in town. So yeah, um, I, and I guess he's still here. This. You did? What'd yeah. you hear? Where, mm. where, where'd you spot him? No, I mean, I heard he was on, on Capitol Hill, but I just, like, I, I didn't hear him out in the wild, like, out to dinner or anything like that. I'm still on the hunt for that as well, because normally, like, he's, like, an OG of coming to town and, like, going places and, and being spotted in spots. So he was um, roaming the Capitol, uh, and he also made, like, a, a really, like, he made a moment and made an effort to, like, go see the Capitol Police officers throughout the day, from what I understand, from what I saw in photos and heard from people. So that was kind of cool. He was, like, spending more like time talking to them almost more than the lawmakers, which, right on, Bono, way to go. Uh, th there was, I did see an IG story because of course, like people in the Capitol were like posting him and everything. There's a, there's an amazing photo of him talking to, um, a, a Capitol police officer. And in the back is a sitting member of the United States Senate phone out looking like so thirsty for a selfie. It's not even funny. And he's like, he's like <laughs> waiting he's, for it. He's like so focused on on the cop, and it's like, excuse me, Senator. It was just this great. I like it was someone posted like on their IG story, but I wanted to be like the front of the New York Times. Like it was just such a great photo of this like Senator being like, hey, over here, <laughs> can't get a picture, and and boom, he's like focused on the cop. Um, you know, and celebrities like that have to have like that like sixth sense when like mm -hmm. someone's like right behind them waiting to get the the selfie yep. right to their side, yep. and how they handle that. Yep. <laughs> And also, like, sir, you are roughly a thousand years old. Are you really a Bono fan? Like, come on. <laughs> but I guess so. Well, I mean, Bono's been around for a long time. So that, that's. <laughs> I mean, I think true. I saw him in concert for the first time in 1991, maybe. That's true. But you too was the one that you like went up and like drove to Philly and then like saw the concert and then came back and like did the morning show that next morning, right? Yeah, on a school night. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So worth it. And tonight he's getting the uh, Fulbright Association is presenting him with the um, J. William Fulbright Prize for International Understanding for just all of the Bono things that he does. So he's still here. So there's potential yes. that we could spot him at lunch and or at dinner. Yes, exactly. Well, dinner tonight, he's probably going to be with the Fulbright people getting the Fulbright Award. But um, lunch is free. Afternoon snack is free. Potentially like on the way to the airport. In the I feel like he has a private jet maybe on the way out tonight or tomorrow morning. And Kelly, I know you are just dying to know past winners of the Fulbright Association, J. William Fulbright Prize have included Nelson Mandela, Bill and Melinda Gates, Desmond Tutu, President Clinton, and Chancellor Angela Merkel. Wow, that's, that's quite a group to be involved with. Good. And so um, Bill and Melinda Gates, I'm just looking at the list here. Do yeah. they have to split that? Does they get that in divorce? <laughs> that's true. I wonder if they saw it in half or what happened. Right. That's funny. 
It may be in some line item of some sealed document somewhere. And the J. William Fulbright Award goes to Melinda, but Bill can have it for photos. Hey, you know what? My ex wanted to have partial custody of the dog. So weird stuff happens during the day. Really? Yes. I think I remember that, actually, now that you say that out loud. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh. it, the two every kids other, going back and forth was enough. Like, uh, the dog? I mean, Every other weekend? I mean, what? I, I, didn't, I don't remember. I ended up getting full custody of the dog. But that I remember. <laughs> yes. Oh, Louie. It was a thing for All a right, while. <laughs> so you, uh, what my point is that people during divorce <laughs> do weird stuff. Things. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, also want to shout out our local chef, David Gwas from Arlington's Bayou Bakery. He is in Poland right now, and he's in Chemsha, Poland, which is within 10 miles of the Ukraine border. He went over there sort of on his own, on a whim to help out World Central Kitchen. And I got to chat with him um, on Monday. He was over there, Monday, our time. And we were just talking about the operation because he landed. He didn't know. He knew he was getting to Warsaw and then going to Shimsha. And he didn't know what was happening after that or what they were doing. And um, World Central Kitchen has got like a dozen sites up and along the Ukraine border, helping refugees who are forced to flee their home because of Russia's pointless war against um, Ukraine. And uh, he's been helping there. And when we got to talking, one thing that was really neat was how like fluid their like culinary mission was and how things were changing as the needs of the people they were trying to feed were changing. The tricky part is, it, I mean, if you can imagine coming over with everything that you own, like in your hands or in your, on your back. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're checking through and people start giving you hot soup and like things that are kind of cumbersome. We're talking about, you know, we got to individually wrap pieces of banana bread and we need, you know, 5,000 pieces, you know, and that's like happens twice a day. It's a ridiculous amount of flour, sugar, you know, like eight cases of bananas per batch. I mean, it's just volume that I have never, ever, ever even dreamed about. So it's that's the name of the game. You know, and all these truck drivers that are bringing all this hot food on these pallets, you know, they're coming back with stories and they're sharing pictures, too. And it's just um, it's it's real, man. I mean, it's real. You're there. You're wearing your Nats hat <laughs> representing the DMV. Right out of the gate, a woman walked up to me and said, oh, Nats, do you like the Nats? And I said, yeah. She goes, do you, do you live in that area? I said, yeah. What's the name of your restaurant? Bayou Bakery. Her husband is a pilot with JetBlue. Just like everybody else. They're just like, hey, uh, got some time off and let's, let's do this. And then I met a woman who's a personal trainer from Northern Bethesda, who's just another amazing person. What's the reaction been with you talking to locals? All walks of life from all over the world are here to do similar things that we're doing maybe not cooking specifically but are here for some aspect of what's going on it's a wonderful thing to be part of just uh, a group of humans that are just putting aside their lives to, to be here and it's just been it's been rich really rich and chef Gua said that jose stopped by at one point and did this like big rah-rah speech for um everyone there which leads me back to my point that i think jose andres has been cloned because I think on the same day he said that Jose was in the room and they got a photo. I think he was also like in the Antarctic and possibly on Mars. So I'm positive that they've cloned Jose Andre somewhere along this cooking for millions of people process. Well, it's possible. I mean, he has a partnership with NASA. I mean, maybe he's the first <laughs> experiment of, of cloning, but it's incredible. It's, it's so it's such a great thing to hear about people from all over the world just trying to use whatever skills they have to help people complete strangers and, mm -hmm. and get involved. It's, it's just, it, there's 
I mean, there's so many stories that you stories of people doing it. You can't almost keep up with it, but it just gives you a little bit of faith in humanity. Truly does. And it's like, so Jeff Gloss and then this morning on IG, um, someone that I know was posting that they're over there, like not in the humanitarian world. They just got on a plane to go help and volunteer. Like it's you're, you're seeing people you really, you know, in real life go to do this. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. And Kelly, as someone um, who is married, uh, you would appreciate this. I think anyone who is married or lives with somebody would appreciate this. Chef Gloss told me um, kind of how and why he ended up going to Poland to help out. It was just one of those things that just, I think my wife was tired of hearing me bitch about what was going on on TV. And she said, what are you going to do about it? And I was just like, I mean, five days later, I was here. It was like nuts. So, um, yeah, just impulse, man. Yeah. Just got to do it. <laughs> she's like you know what this pandemic although he's probably been working a lot during the pandemic yeah. but you know go so he told me this story the, the longer story is they're sitting on the couch he's like complaining and she's like what are you gonna do about it he's like i don't know i, I want to go help jose and she goes great she's like boop, 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 boop. she goes i texted jose he says come over <laughs> basically it was like the, the short version of that story and he was like oh Okay, I guess I'm going to Poland. <laughs> and um, he's been raising money. So he has his own initiative called Community Spoon in Arlington, where they've helped like Arlington homeless. They've helped Afghan refugees. And um, he's raising money through Community Spoon to be donated to World Central Kitchen as part of his efforts as well. But I mean, I think we've both been there in places in our relationship when we're like, great, then go do that thing you keep talking about. So right. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. No excuses. Be careful. By what the way, I'll see you on the couch. <laughs> yes. Totally. And speaking of um, tangential to Russia and American relations, one place that we are getting along is in space. So, or, yeah, wait, right. <laughs> Just so true. One place we're getting along, comma, is with a small group of people, also comma, at the International Space Station, yes. where... <laughs> Um, Falls Church native Mark Vandehei just returned back to Earth. They land in Kazakhstan uh, from the longest trip in space. The longest like visit to the International Space Station was 355 days he was up there. And um, as he, he hitched a ride back with two Russian cosmonauts. Very nice that they were all able to get along. I mean, I'm sure there were some awkward moments over the last couple of weeks. But... Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I've never been to space, probably not going to go, but when you're up there and you're kind of like looking at the earth as like a little marble, you're kind of probably like, yeah, you know, yeah, it all seems kind of relative. Right. But then also though, everyone's like, Oh, like, look at, they came back together. There's not a lot of rides to get back. So I feel like he's not like, Oh, let me just call an alto. I'll, I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> so I feel as though like, Maybe you play nice till you get back, too. Yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> there's only one boat out of the ISS, and if you if you're not on it, it's going to be a while till the next one. <laughs> oh well, that's good to hear that he's he's safely uh, landed. I, I did get to watch that video yesterday of them coming down. Yeah, and they do all sorts of tests on him to see if he like shrunk or grew or what all the things. And then they like get yeah, they, they, they carry him off because obviously he hasn't been in you know gravity for almost a year, yep. so that's yep. wild. Yeah, I, I I do wonder, like, they land, right? There's an astronaut, two cosmonauts, open the door, they're back on Earth, and they're like, well, uh, guess I'll see you later. <laughs> right. 
No, I'm sure there's something more formal than that. Um, do you want to do you want to be Instagram friends? Oh, Vladimir cut down on Instagram where you are. Mm, okay, well, I guess I'll send you a letter. I don't know how we're gonna stay in touch. New pen pal. Mm. <laughs> It's a weird sure thing. I'm just more. saying is all. It's it a weird is, thing yeah, if course. you land back on Earth with two cosmonauts and an astronaut. <laughs> From Russia, yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But you know what? They'll make it happen. If if they can remain friends, maybe someday they'll come to D.C. and receive some award. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed. Hey, we got a bunch of past shows. I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to hear more of us in your ear. There's literally hundreds of hours of us to put into your ear. And some of them are better than others. I think this is a pretty good show. Five stars, please, even if you feel we don't deserve it. We'll see you next time.